right, episode 20, and it's a solo one. I wanted to take this time to kind of just reach out to everybody and make sure you're doing well, taking care of yourself. I know that this pod is late. It was supposed to come out on the 6th, but to be real, I started to record something, and I wasn't completely in my mindset of positivity, and so I thought, no, I'm not going to fake this. I'm not going to have a bad day and then record this like... I'm fine mentally and everything's, you know, sugar and rainbows because it really wasn't. I was I was getting pretty pretty down on myself on the 5th. That was Cinco de Mayo and where I started to record this podcast of positivity and it just it was not coming out the way that it needed to because it wasn't genuine. And so I scrapped that completely and decided um Maybe I just take some time, and when I feel like recording something, I will. And so here we are. It is the 8th of May, also known as Motorhead Day, and I'm in the studio, and I thought, you know what? I'm having a good day. I feel better today than I have pretty much this entire week mentally, and so I wanted to radiate some of that into your ears and maybe entertain you for 20 minutes or so, or however long this is going to last. I am at the radio station right now. I just went back to work two weeks ago. Last week was my first full week back at the station after three weeks of being at home and doing the stay-at-home broadcasts. And essentially why I came back was my boss called me and asked if I wanted to come back, and I never wanted to leave. So yeah, I was pretty excited to come back to the radio station and... um Working from home was fine, you know, had a great setup. I actually still have the setup at my house. If I need to uh, be at home, I can broadcast from there. But really, it was like, you know, we had a board op coming in, and I I wasn't scared to come to the station. I'm wearing a mask when I'm in the hallways. I'm sanitizing everything down. And so it's been really nice to come back and be in my element because I really do feel most in control, as we all do, I imagine, in our work here at the mothership which is in front of the control board with all my news on. And I have, you know, there's something about having the emergency alert system right behind me that I feel very uh, connected to everyone and in control and responsible. So it's just, I don't know. So I just feel like um, good. And, And to be honest, nobody comes in here. Normally, you know, before coronavirus, I would have at least four people come in here and hang out with me and talk and gossip and complain and, you know, gl- you know, gloat about good things and stuff. I mean, it's just friends that I work with. And, uh, you know, so it's been kind of nice to not have anybody come in. And I guess that's the introvert in me that has realized that through this pandemic that I am I am more of an introvert than people probably assume. And, you know, maybe that's something you've thought about. If you consider yourself an extrovert, how has the pandemic changed you in introverted ways, you know, like me, my husband has been working from home for 40 plus days now. Uh, I think that long. Yeah. Like definitely over a month. And I, I couldn't get away from him. I never had any alone time. And so we had to talk about scheduling, you know, I needed some alone time, the, th- the time that you need to get your crap done. And that means uh, it can mean a plethora of things, just silence. Uh, it could be time to masturbate. <laughs> I know that sounds weird. Uh, it could be time to, you know, soak in the tub and not have to talk to anyone or think about anything and just or just getting the hell away from somebody. And it's like, it's like, what, how do you go about uh asking the people that you love the most in the world, hey, I need some alone time right now. I need you to get the hell away from me for a little bit. It's a difficult conversation, but I am very, I'm grateful that Tim and I, we have 
communication degrees and that we are in touch with our communication in such a way that is understanding. Honestly, we fight really well. That's what I've, I've been saying that the whole time we've been together for the 10 years we have. I, I've always said that out of all the men I've ever been in love with or ever had a relationship with, Tim and I are completely able to fight and do it in a way that's respectful, understanding, and honestly, it doesn't last very long. So through this pandemic, it was testing us in a different way because it, it, nothing was our fault, right? And so it's it's kind of like you just have to uh, be honest with what you need. And hopefully, if you are uh, with somebody in your house, whether that is your roommate or your uh, your spouse or partner or friend or whomever, um, you're able to talk to them in a very open and honest way that leads you to being more comfortable through these very uncomfortable times. And so that's some good things that I wanted to reassure you uh, you're able to do that. Um, other things that are going on with me, like I said, I had a pretty low week and that stemmed from a lot of different headlines I had seen this week and just things that I that were bothering me before the pandemic that I was seeing a lot of uh, injustices happen in our country. And and so that was kind of ganging up on my conscience, as it should, because I think that there's many things that we need to be caring about as citizens of this beautiful country. And um, some of those things feel like they're on the back burner and they're really not. It, that, you know, life keeps moving and goes on. And so we have we have a whole plethora, whole salad bar of things that we got to get fixed in this nation. Are you you know, hopefully you feel me on that. I know we probably have differing views on many things, but I think that it's safe to say that it is a salad bar of BS that we got to figure out. And hopefully we will do that. Um, but my love and positivity goes out to anybody who is unemployed right now and scared, or if there is something going on in your life mentally that you are scared, you are so not alone on so many levels, you are not alone. And I think it's important to have that mental health wellness to make sure that we are checking in with not just ourselves, but with the people around us that we care about the most. And that's something else I've noticed through this pandemic is my who I thought that I would be in touch with more, I'm not. And people that I am not normally as in touch with the most, I am. It's very strange. I, I mean, it's weird. It's like uh, my core great group of friends, I don't talk to them as much as I think they talk to other people and I'm talking to other people. It's just very weird. But it's also good because I feel like sometimes people in our peripheries need that spotlight time, you know, that spotlight friendship time that sometimes our core best friends can take up. And so I've been kind of happy to spread my conscious around people that I don't normally talk with as much and um and they've done the same to me so I've, I've i've totally appreciated people reaching out both who know me personally and who don't just to make sure i'm good because sometimes i think i carry a lot of weight on my shoulders to be the party person that's going to make sure everybody else is okay and you know all of us party animals who are normally very optimistic almost naive to an extent <laughs> people probably think about airhead but i i swear to god i have some depth to me and i I know what's going on in the world to some degree, but, um, you know, sometimes people don't think that they need to check in on the happy, strong, strong in quotation marks people. So it's been nice to have people reach out to me. And it's hard, right? I mean, I've seen my family in person, but we have not touched or hugged or, you know, there's been none of that. And in fact, it's it's been dropping things off. It's been 
talking, you know, with so many feet between us. We actually, my mom, my sister, my stepdad, my husband and I, we all went on this parallel back road walk where we were in Columbia, Illinois on a back road and they have all these cool levees and it's fun to walk back there and drive actually if you need to take a drive ever. And um, we were just walking and talking to each other at a distance and just getting it out. So it's been really nice to still be able to physically see people, but not in a normal way. And I think it's great that anybody who's adhering to the guidelines, you're doing you're doing the right thing. At the very bare minimum, to get through this pandemic, you have to care about your well-being and the well-being of the people around you in any given situation. That's literally the bare minimum of getting through this. So uh, it's really cool that, for the most part, people are able to do that. And there's been different things that have been bringing me joy. I, I've been reflecting on the fact that the animals are just the total champions of this pandemic time. <laughs> like, hear me out. First of all, just taking it from my own house, my cat Clover has never been happier in her existence than she has over these last couple of months because there's been somebody at home, you know, 99.9% of the day, every day. And so she's being fed on a very consistent schedule played with outdoor time. She's now created this new thing where she climbs up her, she has a tree in our backyard that she can climb up and we can climb up and get her when she gets a little nuts. <laughs> and um, so she climbs up this one, you know, trunk of this tree. It's kind of split into, you know, four or five different trunks, kind of like a willow tree. And so she climbs up this one trunk and she has this kind of landing spot where the the brand, the trunk turns into this very kind of like parallel to the ground uh, branch. She likes getting up there and then we can rescue her. Well, now she's got this new thing where she climbs up that and then she will, as I call it, John Claw Van Dammit over to – she'll jump from one branch to the other. So she's totally suicidal at this point, but she's loving her life. And uh, she's a lot of fun to watch. So I'm very thankful that we have a cat at our house. I just, I don't know who I was before we had a cat. I really don't. And then, you know, you see all these different headlines about how there's like coyotes going to the beach because they haven't been able to go because the humans are always there. And there's deers on the beach, deers, deer on the beach. There's, you know, wildlife is really taking center stage with all of the uh, restrictions that human beings have on where they can and cannot go. And so it's really been lovely to see wildlife go and have a beach day. I just think that that's so cool. I mean, it's something you don't see very often in this country. And just the environment as a whole. I mean, if we could talk about some bright lights and positivity, I absolutely love that the canals in Venice are clear. I love that the hole in the ozone that it was big. It's now completely filled up and fine. I mean, it's just weird, right? It's like amazing how connected everything has been. So there's been a lot of positivity on the environmental front. Now, I know there's been a lot of negative things. Obviously, I don't want to just like act like, oh, this has been great because for a lot of people, this has not been great. People have been sick, sicker than they've ever been in their life. People have died. People, especially those of you on the medical front lines of things, have been in the same room with this thing. And it is just insane to me that it's it's a global – it's a pandemic. I mean, it's just really mind-blowing, isn't it? Um, but we are resilient. And I think the one of the cool things about humans is we are 
we're super species, man. We are going to adapt to this in ways that we never thought we could. I know that there's kind of a struggle to change because that's also kind of the human condition. We're not good with uh, wearing a mask at first. We're not good with change. And what is this, a rule? Like, you know, and it starts to be all politicalized and whatever. But I think that we are going to get through this. Uh, it's going to take some time because it is a world of an issue. And so the time is deserving. The time and patience it takes to get through this is worth it. And we're going to have to adjust ourselves. But think back to a time where you were up against something that you had never dealt with before. Death in the family, terrible breakup for the first time, uh, losing your favorite job of all time, terrible haircut. <laughs> you know, there's varying levels. You made it out of all of that. You're you're literally sitting here today because of everything that ever went up against you. And I'm I'm an, a walking example of that. I've I have not dealt with a my life has been pretty normal, pretty good. Um, but I my dad died. I've lost some of my favorite people in the world because of stupid fights. I've had to uh, reintroduce myself as a different version of myself that is a more understanding and well-developed, highly therapied person who has had to do consistent work on herself. And I've had to apologize for the crappy things I've done in my life. And I've had to let go of the people that are adding nothing but negative space to my existence and um, deal with loss and varying degrees. And I'm I'm here. And I, for the most part, have a good head on my shoulders to deal with adversity or deal with change as it comes. And I, you know, I'm working right now, but I never take this job for granted. I've seen way too many people I adore get let go in this business. And I, I know how precious my time is on the airwaves and with all of the things I have. And I just find myself waking up every day being grateful for all of it and understanding everything is finite. There is an ending point for everything. I mean, just even ourselves, right? Our lives, we we will all perish one day. And I hope it's 100 years from now. I hope we all get to have that long life, you know, die at the same time as the person you love the most type of life. But, you know, I think that moving into a future that is kind of weird, I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of here for it, <laughs> as they say. And that may sound weird to you to hear somebody say that, but I kind of love the idea. And I've loved this since uh, all this, you know, the shit has hit the fan. We're all in this together. And I've been telling my husband that who has been dealing with an immense amount of anxiety through this experience. I, I keep reiterating to him on days where we both need to hear it. I say, we are lucky to have our health in this moment. We are lucky to have any food any comforts, we need to acknowledge the gratitude for those comforts, no matter how small or how large they are. We need to prepare for the worst and be thankful for now and remember that we are all in this together. And there's something about knowing that that sends my anxiety down to my feet where it's like gone. And I don't know if that would bring you any comfort. Maybe it would. Maybe it makes you more anxious. And if it did, I'm sorry. But you your fears and my fears are similar. They are not the same, but they are similar. They could be the same depending on our lives and how they all go. But I am also uncomfortable. And if you're uncomfortable, I get it. 
And if you're scared, I get it. And I think that it's so important to say that to people and not sugarcoat anything because unfortunately, sugarcoating in a crisis is not going to help the crisis. It's not going to, it's going to appease temporarily any doubt or anxiety people may have. But speaking truthfully on a real level and with care is so much more important right now. You know, I don't do well in any given situation where people just say, oh, everything's going to be fine, you know, with nothing to back it up. They just kind of live blissfully unaware. That's not helpful. But I have a feeling because there are so many genuine, smart humans that care about the lives of others in this world and on the front lines of what's going on, that we are going to get through this. And we are going to be a generation that in 50 years, when things are comfortable for us again, and they will be, we're going to look back at this time and remember that this is where our resilience came from, that we were tested in our life at this moment, and that we changed in this moment. And you know, the whole visualization of a phoenix rising from the ashes, like that's, that's real, man. And it's, it's deep. It runs deep in my blood. Now you may be asking, okay, well, what the hell are, and you were really upset earlier this week. Yeah. I was upset about things that I can't control, but I can control myself. And even through my sadness this week about different things I had read about, I, I, returned to myself and I surrendered to the earth and to the crisis and to everything. I surrendered to you. And I said to myself, surrender your anger and your depression and anything that is negative inside of yourself, Lauren, that's my name, (laughs) and surrender it and realize that I can't control the world and I can't control the ugliness that's out there, but I can control myself in this moment and how I proceed and how I did that last night. This was May 7th. How I did that last night was I was supposed to take a Zoom call with some of my best friends, and I haven't Zoomed with them in a while. And in fact, the last time they Zoomed, I didn't make it for whatever reason. I think I was drunk. (laughs) I I didn't want to be drunk and talking to people because there was... That's not what I want to be right now. And last night, I we had set this meeting up with like a couple of close friends. And I texted my girlfriend, Claire, and I just I texted her and I said, look, I'm not feeling well because I did. I had a huge headache from a day of hell. Uh, and I said, to be honest with you, I'm not mentally well tonight and I just can't do this and I hope to make the next one. And she said, just take care of yourself. Well, and there will be a next one. Don't worry. And so that's that's what I did. And then I proceeded to pass out on the couch where my husband was. I opened a window, let the cool air roll in. He was watching Foo Fighters, I think, something on YouTube. And I curled up and I I passed out. I remember I passed out because I woke up with my – I had like dry mouth because I had my mouth open like a total passed out lazy person on the couch. Um, and I felt so just like I just surrendered my mind, body, and soul to it last night. And I'm thankful I did because I woke up today feeling like I could – come into work and be on the radio and post funny videos on stupid Instagram and and do this and record this. To be honest, I'm literally getting done everything I needed to get done because I allowed myself that surrendering, that self-care surrendering. I guess we can make that a new keyword. To be honest with people, I'm not looking for sympathy. This is just what it is, you know, and that was it. And so I feel good. I feel good today. And it's Again, the phoenix rising up from the ashes. The ashes were last night. I am the phoenix today. 
And that's how I feel. And it's empowering. And I imagine this is a cycle. And if you're like me, you're probably cycling through a lot of grief on many levels in your life. Grief of the world and the suffering that people are enduring right now because you have a good heart and you care about other people other than yourself and your immediate circle of like-minded individuals. You care about people that are hungry right now, that don't have jobs, that don't have money to put food on the table. You care. And in, I bet in any way you are putting your money when you can into uh, things and organizations that are providing for those people in need. And that's why you listening to this podcast right now are a wonderful human being and you are strong and you are going to get through this. And so I hope that these words and these examples are resonating with you. If they're not, that's okay. I'm not a life coach. You know, if you know me personally, this might be a weird, (laughs) this might be a weird one for you to listen to, but maybe there's something, but this is what's going, this is me. This isn't, I, I have nothing scripted. I'm, I'm sitting in my studio, essentially free writing in my thoughts through my mouth, if that makes any sense. And wanting to connect with somebody and at least tap in on something that you may need. And that is, in my way, my love and care for other people is through this. And it always will be through spoken word and interpersonal communication, which essentially is what this is, only it's one-sided. So maybe it's not interpersonal communication. Maybe it's maybe it's a unipersonal communication. So I wanted to check in, A, because I wanted to apologize for my lateness in this episode. I do try to get an episode out on the 6th and 20th of each month because that was my promise of 2020 moving forward. And it was the 20th episode, and I thought that was kind of special. And so first it's an apology, and then I wanted to speak on some things that were important to me and my psychological care, and I maybe wanted to tap into something you may need to hear as well. And I want you to know that if you, I don't care who you are, I don't know who listens to this that isn't affiliated with my radio shows or with anything, but uh, anywhere you can find me on social media, you know, at Learn Radio on Facebook, um, at Learn Versus Radio on Twitter, at Learn underscore FM on Instagram, you know, drop me a note, drop me a note in the comments in the review section of wherever you're listening to this podcast. I, I just want you to know that you are not alone and that the human connection is real and we're seeing it unfold in front of us in such a way that I feel is the destruction of old ideas and old times. And we are going to build ourselves up with better technology, more health, uh, conscious efforts, more care, just care in general for people all over our worlds. And that is very beautiful and inspiring, and I want you to focus on that as the the light at the end of the tunnel and realize that whatever you were in that previous life before this crazy pandemic, you can reinvent yourself and connect with your ideals, your innovations, the soul matters at heart. Everything inside of you can be pushed out into a better version of who you are in the future, and you might be saving the world. And we are doing that as a collective conscious. And I think that that is pretty freaking phenomenal. So I hope this finds you well. Um, I have kind of an idea for my next episode, which will come out on uh, the 20th of May. I'm going to hopefully interview an old friend. He's one of my best friends. And we used to have a show together. We're trying to make it work where uh, we can be socially distant and still talk to each other, and we think we got it figured out. So uh, look forward to the possible John Hewlett interview as the May 20th version of this podcast. I can't wait to talk to John on a microphone again, 
And so that might be something to lift your spirits as well. Or it might just ruin everything because that's kind of how our show was. (laughs) But nonetheless, you are loved. You are strong. We are together in this. And this isn't how this ends. I keep telling myself that as well. And my husband, I go, this isn't how this ends. I Something about my soul understands how the world ends. We're not going to be here for it, man. We're not going to be here for it. So you just be calm, take care of yourself, and then take care of others. Think of everybody in this equation and just do what you need to do to be healthy. And like I said, reach out to me if you ever need to, um, and I'm here for you. So I know that's kind of weird, but I, I am. So be good, be well. We'll get through this together. Peace.